Jobber Nation, welcome to another episode of the Jobber Tears Podcast. As always, I'm Janelle from HR, here with Sir Wilkins and Mr. Black. We are in this late evening of Thursday. We wanted to hop on, talk about some, you know, some good old wrestling. This one trying to find his good lighting. That is the better lighting out of the ones you just went through. So that is it. Mm-hmm. Um, first things first, I do want to wish a very special happy, happy birthday to Queen Tay of your sports celebrating her big four all this week. So happy, happy birthday to really? sis. Absolutely. Happy, happy birthday to her. Happy birthday to her. Um, also, happy birthday to the newest members of the Sir Wilkins and Mr. Black family. They are now officially uncles. So it's super dope. Shout outs to their sis. Good evening. Good evening, all. It is just so happens to be the first February 1st, Black History Month. We will talk about. So you unk, you black. Did you get her to sign that? No, I didn't get her to sign it because it was about me making a connection with her. (laughs) <laughs> well, we'll get into that in a little bit because I do want to hear about your second time experience with Miss Nia Jax. Uh, uh, oh, David Lawson, shout out to him watching TNA as we speak. Um, how's everyone doing? What's new? What's going on? Um, life is good, you know. Blessed, Amen. blessed, tired, <laughs> all of the above. Yo, have y'all seen this? This is um new commercial that's going around on YouTube. And it's for... So Uber, I guess, is doing like an Uber team account. So we're... Get this. So listen. Because it, it, it fucked me and him up. So basically, you send a picture of like... Like the kid sends a picture of themselves like in the car. And the parent has the control of the account. So they like... Let's say if you wanted to go to the movies, but you ain't have no car, and the only way you get there is an Uber. So now teens are going to be able to use Uber that way. But it's very problematic. That commercial <coughs> is so problematic. Like, every commercial we don't seen is with a white kid, and it's just not realistic. Michael said, Wait, what? So they, so there's multiple commercials. So most of the, the commercials during the daytime are the white kids. There's one commercial with the black kids, and they, it's at night. It's yeah, the wildest thing. What you said? What you said well, again? I said the one during it. The, so they have multiple commercials. The ones that are during like the daytime, like when the kids get picked up and they go in from point A to point B, it'd be white kids. At night, it'd be the black kids, and you just be like. Situation. This shit is weird. So wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so they get this straight. So they try to change the narrative that white people don't do crazy shit. They invent some crazy shit, my nigga. Our black ass gotta be home or our parents with spankers. But you know what? I don't know about these new generations of parents right now, because some of them be bugging. So I don't know. But and us growing up. We'll not be not commercials. Why not like that? The fuck? Nah, what? that shit is wild. Like I want y'all to look like after this. After this, I need everyone to just YouTube, YouTube, you Uber teens, 
and you'll see the commercials, and it is the wildest thing. Like, I was just like, I'm gonna tell these niggas because that was crazy. When we had watched it the first time, we was like, wait, what? Um, good evening, Vaughn. He's on Twitch. Shout outs to him. Um, shout outs to everyone. Happy Black History Month. This is day one. Uh, we're super excited to talk about some black wrestling on top of the other things going on in wrestling um, this past week. So first things first, let's start on a high note. The WWE Royal Rumble. I think we should start on a bigger high note <laughs> where WWE got the bag from Oh, Netflix. the Netflix. So, oh, we have to talk about the Netflix deal. Okay. So it was announced at the man. They went from they had a hell of a week. They started off with the announcement. No, 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 no. <laughs> that on, is on, wild. On, hold on, hold on, hold on, look at it. There's a bigger news than that. Samoans have officially take over wrestling. It's official. Oh, so it was a two for one deal. So all right, we'll start from the top. Like at Burger King, you get so, two Whopper Juniors, two Whopper for five dollars. Can't beat that. Or the seven, the seven deal from Pizza Hut. <laughs> You keep seeing that fucking commercial. It's ridiculous. Um, so let's start at the top of the week. So WWE and Netflix announced their partnership. Um, we're starting in January 2025. Monday Night Raw will be on Netflix in the United States. And then outside of the United States, all premium live events, all Raw, <laughs> uh, Smack, all of WWE product will be available for all in- internationally on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So that is that is a huge move. And it, it's a game changer in a sense of how we're gonna be how people are how you're gonna go from cable TV to streaming online. It's a very different ball game. So mm-hmm. um so we started off with that and then Dwayne the Rock Johnson is officially is an owner of his name, his namesake. On top of being named one of the board of directors for TKO, um, so that was such a that that was a boss move on his part. Thing like outside of the box. So you know what's crazy? The Rock is literally playing the real life character of his character from Ballers. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's the, it's the, he's literally living that dude that character's life. Spencer. In Spencer's life. Good show too. It's on. It's. I think it's. Still, it's on Max. It's on, on Netflix demand. Now. Yeah. Oh. It's, on, it's on Netflix now. But it's on a um, net. so a little bit about the different people who don't know. Like Janelle said, it's literally they're getting like a shit ton of money. Yeah. And what a lot of people don't understand is that this deal is more about. Netflix needs WWE more than WWE needs Netflix. Oh, shoot. We didn't get the beer yet. Well, because your brother, we haven't been able to get together, all three of us. So next week, hopefully live and in studio, we will be Stone Cold Steve Austin in the bathroom, in in the studio. In the bathroom? I didn't mean to say the bathroom. (laughs) But go ahead. Yeah, so it's because... Netflix has like the worst domestic reach. It doesn't do well domestically. Mm-hmm. So that's but since WW since Raw does fucking two million two million a show a, a week on basic on basic on basic TV on basic on basic cable, 
it's like, holy, let's get you over here. And it's crazy how that week started. And The Rock is really, is really that dude. I need y'all to put some respect on The Rock's name. He really is that dude. And I think and I think it's a good thing that someone that has been I always believe like someone that's been in the business, understands the business, understand the needs and the wants of, of the people in the locker room, just has that understanding of wrestling. I think it's important to have a member like that on the board because you will always have that that's an ally at the end of the day. Like when decisions need to be made and people need to be either out of it or not. Like he will have a say in that. So and the good thing about having the rock there is um <clears throat> I feel like that was one thing that was missing on the board. I actually have somebody that Oh, he'll be back. I promise. <laughs> he was he was he's about to flow. Yeah, to actually have somebody that's actually in the field that who's been out there. You feel me? Like them having Rock on the board is like having when the Warriors picked up Steve Kerr that set them over the edge. I mean, set, set them over the hump. And because the Rock who he is, more people will be prone to like, you know what? The Rock look out for me. I could do this. And because the Rock being there, expect there needs to be more mainstream. Expect, expect to have like more of a presence even in theaters. Because most likely the rap like, yo, let's do a WWE movie. You feel me? Now you expect to have WWE backstories to hey, how this person expect another page movie because the rock is there. You feel me? Expect to have the backstory of how Kane Undertaker became Kane Undertaker on a horror movie. So much, so much opportunity the rocks being there. Like, great move, great pickup. It's like when Jalen Brunson came to the Knicks. Great pickup. By the way. All star graduating to. JB. I was about to say he's gonna be in the what in a three point shootout. No, he's an all star. Oh, he's in the game game. Yeah, I could have sworn. Hold on, somebody got announced for that three point shootout. It was from the Knicks because I saw it. <laughs> it's probably like um the um the, the, the other dude. What other dude? Hmm. Dang, dang, dang! But but I, I do I do like I do like this. This is good. Um, no, you said that Jalen Brunson kid. Yeah, he's in the three point shootout. Oh, dang, he's in everything. He, he, but The Rock just took over the world, bro. He didn't. The Rock, so, my man Dwayne The Rock Johnson took over the world. So, do you still believe that conspiracy that The Rock and Tony Khan were trying to take over WWE? Yes. You said The Nick Rock Khan? and Tony Khan. Nick Khan. Nick Khan, sorry, sorry. I was about to say, which Khan are we talking about? The Rock and Nick Khan tried to take over WWE. And well, Nick Khan had them. Them seeds was playing at the moment. I think he stepped foot in Titan Towers. Like it, at the end of the day, he always I think saw a bigger picture for WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they're in a they they have a good team. I think now to execute those things. And like I said, for me, the biggest thing out of the Netflix deal was the international reach. And you see that WWE's been wanting to touch more international. Market so like you have backlash in France, you have Berg, you have Germany at the end of August, like you have Saudi twice a year. So you they've been they've been preparing themselves for this deal for this type of deal. So that's like the business side of it. I can appreciate, and I think that's the bigger piece of it because even people in Canada, as simple as Canada, is right above us. They don't get raw. They don't get the. They don't get to the opportunity to see wrestling the way that we do. 
this Netflix deal changes all of that for them. And also, it's commercial free. Well, if so, you have the premium thing. I mean, you know everybody going to have premium. No, not everybody going to have that. But that's if you have the premium thing. I mean, but, we got premium thing, so. Yeah, yeah. But regardless of, like, you're still going to have commercial free. You feel me? And as an advertiser, since it's going to be way less commercial now, I want a partnership with WWE. Because imagine, like, um, Master P, you know, uh, one of his brands on television. Master P has very... Oh, I remember from back in the day, overseas, let me copy and we go on the website. This is great business for everybody. Everyone eats in this situation. And another thing, too, is the reason why that I feel like this is also good, too, because WWE gets to play on Netflix. Now, other streaming websites were looking like, dang, what can I do to get in that bag, too? So, expect AEW to go on a streaming service. You understand? Um, they might try to get an MLW, an Impact, because at this point, wrestling is hot. Wrestling is live. You're guaranteed to get a certain amount of numbers. And people might wander to other places, because after this, there's no point to have the cock no more. <laughs> no point. Well, no, for us, there will still be a point. So, so, so in the United States, we still will have access to like the WWE on Peacock. Oh, shoot, one, two, three, freak. Oh, no, you're not too late, boy. We just got us getting started, but um, but no, so once again, starting so October this year, SmackDown moves to USA, NXT moves to CW. And then January 2025, Raw will be on Netflix. So it's very, it's going to be very interesting to see. So, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. I thought that, oh, the deal's already signed. So, so this is weird. So, NBC still want business with WWE. Correct, because they have USA, because SmackDown will be on USA. Correct. Which is why so, we still have, which is why they're leaving the library on Peacock. Because it's available only in the United States. Son, WWE getting this bag both ways. It from, may not be different, much, from different places, wow, too. I didn't know that. Good wow. evening. Those that are on the live feed, good evening. If you are live with us, please make sure to write your name on your comments so we know who you are and what you are saying. But, yeah, so WWE's been really getting the bag. But... In getting the bag, there's always more money, more problems. So, in more this money. week's... Hi, Biggie. Uh, listen, in this week's ongoing road to Royal Rumble, once again, Vince McMahon has, has hit the news. And in the middle of, like, a 24-hour span, is now no longer affiliated or associated with WWE. It is but a we know, wild time. <laughs> now, now you didn't get the whole story. So Slim Jim, after so for people who live under a rock, because everybody was talking about this. This is on Joe Budden's podcast. Oh, Vince mm-hmm. McMahon was accused of sex trafficking. Thank you, Christian Bale. Shout out to Bailey. Christian Bailey in the building. Happy, happy New Year, Big, big Christian. <laughs> so. WWE, um, Vince McMahon was accused of, of sex trafficking, um, sexual assault, being a, a, a Mr. Very Freaky Boy. A Freaky Leak? Freak a Leak. Freak a Leak. Very Freaky Boy. What? No, that, that, that was that too does... much? That was too much? Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> he told me it was too much. My bad, that, y'all. that doesn't go home to mama. Show 
And then, <laughs> and then, so he was accused of this. So oh, don't this forget story that he be dumping on girls too during threesomes. Yes, he he. There is um he released fecal matter on the woman's head. Once again, very freaky boy that never go home to mama. Um. So then, during this time when when the story came out, Slim Jim, which is one of the top sponsors of WWE, said, "Hold on, wait a minute." I'm about to leave. Figure this out. Yeah, so, they pulled. So it was like what, 48 hours before the Royal Rumble was that Thursday night. It was when yeah. Slim Jim pulled out. So they were the official sponsor of the fatal of the world title match yes. for Royal Rumble, and they 48 hours before the show pulled out because of the announcement of Vince McMahon and his his on doings. So now the whole bag was was in play. <laughs> now we're in trouble. So literally that happened and then right after that Vince made an announcement and had officially stepped down as chairman of the board of WWE and is completely taken out of the WWE universe currently right now. And once that happened, Slim Jim got right back on board and was throwing yep. out Slim Jims in the arena. <laughs> Your brother done caught a few. <laughs> so it, it it's wild but it, it also is a it's a testament to their business Money. values and also sponsors. Like I will, like I tell people all the time, we couldn't have done job of saying one without sponsors, hands down. Like it wasn't amount, uh, it was no mo- amount of money that we would have been shaking asses and, and kissing babies <laughs> that would have happened. But all of the sponsors that put their their hard earned money into the show is what really made the show. So I can understand when a sponsor is like, "Give me back this bag," that you could be like, "Hold up, wait a minute, <laughs> what can we do now?" Because now it's a business thing. So yeah, Vince Vince did Vince did, did the out. Vince did the right thing and he bowed out. And whatever they decide, whatever how his court case or trial or whatever they do <laughs> is going. Be far away from WWE right now, cause it's I like mean, it's like the it's like the it's like the it's like the uncle that be at the barbecue trying to holler at all the young girls, and now you just can't invite him to the barbecue no more. That nigga, that's nasty. What's that's nasty? nasty. The, the the young the, the uncle that's at the barbecue, he nasty. But that's what I'm saying. But now so we now that we planning future barbecues, he can't come to the barbecue. Is what I'm saying. I mean, like someone says that, yeah, you can read it. Not making excuses for this guy, but anyone try to comment about the fact that Ryback was right all along? We all knew how nasty Vince was. We cheered him for it. We ain't shit either. Well, I mean, I, I'm never going to co-sign Ryback and his shenanigans in, in all honesty. So... Yeah, I'm not going to... Yeah, that's that. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I'm not... I, 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 like, I think Ryback's a loser, but he was right when it came to that. And, and the thing about it for years, like my brother said... We've heard about Vince being a, a very freaky boy who never go home to mama. <laughs> so we all, I mean, we all, we've all heard the rumors, and it, there's been talks about it. Um, so Netflix, they they, they questioned the, the, the CEO of Netflix. She was just like, "Yo, Vince is gone, so we good." Yeah, that so, basically it was what happened. Everywhere you turn, it was like, "Okay, now we can move forward." Because at the same time. This is this Netflix deal and the past two years for WWE have been amazing. So it's 
they don't like I even I think even Vince understands like yo I'm gonna cost this, this place money. Like this is I bigger than me. It. Yeah, this is bigger yeah. than me now. So I have because to do all... what's best for business. And that was we... and that's the thing with Vince. He's always said, I will do what's best for the company. Because he always was like, because the thing about it, at the end of the day, he put his this is the one time I've seen I've heard that Vince put his ego to the side for the for the bigger picture. And he did that and everything of that nature. It's it's sad. That it had to come down. Yeah, to it, it's crazy how it had to come down, and and also Royal Rumble weekend. Like it just the the I like the irony of how all this happened in a week span is just crazy. Yeah, it, it, this is listen. It sounded it, like it was planned. Oh, absolutely. No, that's, but that's absolutely. how it usually that's how it usually goes though. Doesn't matter what field you're in. If something's really good, we we we, we gotta throw some shit on it, and then. The next part of the sandwich is something good. Was Royal Rumble was very, very much um, a big deal. It worked out very well for Royal Rumble. I think it broke some records. Yeah, so they were. It was the highest attendance record in Tropicana Field. I believe forty-eight thousand, a little over forty-eight thousand people in Tropicana Field, which was their largest attendance record. Um, it was the largest viewed Royal Rumble to date. Um, so they definitely, I mean, they've been kicking it on all cylinders. And I think this was just a, this was just a, a bump in the road. It was a very unfortunate bump in the road, but I definitely think the recovery and also just the show itself and how everybody just showed up and showed out that night. Well, this is the thing about it. What a lot of people don't understand. This is, we're in an era of WWE where it's been a very long time that we had so many top superstars at one time. Mm-hmm. And y'all can say what y'all want to say about Roman. Oh, he doesn't show up, blah, 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 this and that. I'm going to say this. Roman set the tone, and then now we literally have superstars on both, both, both promotions, on Raw and on SmackDown. And we have great baby faces, great heels on both sides of the coin. Like, WWE's at a phenomenal place. Then, <coughs> NXT Woo! is producing the future. <coughs> Thank you. Like, like literally, <coughs> WWE is like, is in, is in borderline dynasty mode right now. Like, they're good. If, they, if everything goes correct, they're good for the next 10 years. If that, yeah, it minimum. Yeah, like they're good for the minimum of the next 10 years because of the talent they have in place. And like I said, my man Adam from Foundation Radio. Oh, I love him, him. And me and him talked about it. Shawn Michaels be on the Instagram Explorer page looking up these baddies to be on NXT. Yo, let me tell you something. It was so funny because even this one on Tuesday, he said, yo, where's Jada Parker from? And I was like, nigga, I don't know. But I was like, she was one of the NIL girls that got picked up. So it's just crazy. And then even going to SmackDown this past week on SmackDown to go home for Royal Rumble, when Trick Williams music hit, that crowd, I said, 
the way and, and I talked about it last week and we've talked about it before the way that they've been able to integrate NXT on both brands and these people are becoming household names like even on Raw when Nick Aldis our best friend because you know that's my bestie he he was on the phone he said oh Braun Breaker's calling me I gotta go I was like Braun Breaker's calling you what do you mean like it's they find small ways but it's such meaningful ways to integrate NXT to where everybody, no matter what show you watch, you know who's who. And I, and that I can appreciate. Um, by the way, black history fact, um, Teddy Long was the first black authority in WWE, television authority. Just want to put that out there. Black history fact, we just dropped one. A little sprinkle of that. But go ahead. But um, honestly... Um, we said this a while ago. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying, shout out to Teddy Long. Teddy Long, my nigga. Just want to um, put that out there. Black power. The old guard had to die. You feel me? They just had to die. They just had to get them out of there to create a better culture. And um, honestly, I have to agree with you because, yeah, because everybody look like a million bucks. And we're going to get a lot more athletes. A lot more people will be watching it because now we, like, the. this is why that I love the kids that the people, the, the, the youth that was coming up watching wrestling, they ain't afraid to talk about they like wrestling. You feel me? They'll be at Walmart nice, wrestling man. and stuff like that. They wear <laughs> wrestling shirts. They design different shit and stuff like that. So wrestling will be such in a bigger place where we reach a, a lot older age to the point where we see a lot more schools. You feel me? You're going to see a lot more... You might see amateur wrestling incorporated more of it. Get more people. Hey, how you get more people in? Let's incorporate more entertainment shit. WWE going on Netflix. WWE as a whole. Everything. Royal Rumble and stuff like that. The video games. Like my brother said, you are stepping into next level shit dynasty. So, once again, don't be surprised if you see your local... Um, um, station pick up a local indie show like back in the day. I feel this move is bringing back the territory days, but in a good way. So, so random thought, because you mentioned something, the old guard had to die. So on the on the, the call type of situation, when Vince originally sold, when WWE was originally sold to TKO for the merger, right? Mm-hmm. Vince said, and it's ironic, he said that WWE was stagnant. I don't know if anybody remembers that. He had said that and that it wasn't going anywhere. Now, the reason why this is ironic, this is kind of, this is, this is interesting, is because the reason maybe many people can argue the reason why it was stagnant was because of him. Could be. Yeah. And then right after the, the company was sold, he had the issue. Then he retired. And then now he's officially out the company. And since he retired, the company's been flourishing, to, to say the least. Listen, the last- they, they, they came on, and we'll, we'll talk about Royal Rumble, but they came off of a high weekend to open Monday Night Raw and was like, we giving you whole 60 minutes of free wrestling with no commercials. Like I said, out the gate, damn. 
So let me ask you guys a question. This is officially the era of corporate wrestling at this point. So if we step in the corporate wrestling, do you think corporate might get too involved to the point where we will have another where they're going to push certain narrative on screen, like certain things? Like it won't be as like the freedom of wrestling. Do you think them being so corporate, the freedom of the creative side of WWE will get taken away as years progress? Well, it's, we've been in corporate wrestling, though. And I no, don't... no, no, no. What I mean by that is corporate wrestling, like, there's no McMahon at all in this. There's well, nothing. It's niggas it, it, in corporate. Yeah, I, I, I get that. But Vince McMahon, for, like, the past, since the company has gone public, has been answering to, to, to the shareholders. And yes, there's, the biggest thing you can say is that there's no Vince McMahon. But like somebody mentioned, TKO said, "Nigga, we're not doing anything." Triple yeah, H is they Triple they H want guy. nothing. They want nothing to do with creating anything on a wrestling product. Like absolutely yeah. nothing. And they made it very clear when they took when when that whole merger happened. So I don't see I don't see them mingling into anything that Triple H got going on. To be honest, exactly. With you. And then also one of the one of the biggest things is that what we talked about earlier is the rocket is the rock is on the board. So you have a former wrestler, somebody who's low-key still involved in the company as part of it. So, yes, it is, a, it, you can say a corporate, you can say more of a no, no McMahon era because it's, the company's been corporate for a while. Right mm-hmm. after, I think it was right after the Attitude Era that they went public. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, the moment they yeah. went public and, and was on the stock exchange, that was, corp- that was as corporate as you could get. Because... So. There's been a couple of stories that's come out. Like, for instance, when um, do you guys remember about the story about Batista, um, Batista Jericho and the referee getting fined for blood? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. So that's because of the corporate, the corporate structure that they were part of. And Daniel Bryan talking to fucking Vince talking about I want to bleed, and Vince <laughs> is like, Nah, I can't let that happen because this is a PG, this is PG, it's the fucking PG era. I think now they get a little bit more freedom that that they're on Netflix, but mm. they can't go too they can't go too crazy because wrestling right now is already hard to sell to advertisers. Like, what a lot of people don't know, wrestling brings in numbers. But even though me and you, us three understand wrestling, a few other people understand wrestling, the overall world doesn't understand wrestling. They still see as, as as this fuck fest, like that is the main reason why WWE had trouble with Fox, because Fox was like, "Yo, y'all bringing in two million? This is gonna be easy to sell ad space." But it's not. So, middle America, like 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 we live, us three live in New York. People live in California. That's super super. We see we see things a whole lot differently. In the middle of America, they will call the FCC if they see Walmart ad by a WWE ad. They will complain to Walmart. That's how crazy it is. So, I'm like, wrestling is great, but it's also hard to sell. But at the same time, the reach of wrestling is amazing. Yeah. 
Like the fact that 1.9 million people to 2 million people like legit sit for three hours in, right. on to average watch wrestling? and watch wrestling is is a is a thing. So so that's so that's it. Um but I guess we, we can talk about Royal Rumble right now because yeah. that was- Royal Rumble. It was your first rumble, Sir Wilkins, live and in color. Um thank you for those that did come out and and grace us with your presence at Legends Bar, Mr. Black, and Dre from your sports. And shout out to yo, Amanda yo, yo. for being so, like, there. Kinda, um, y'all didn't talk about the tailgate. Tell people how the tailgate. Like, well, I was getting to. Or? I was. I, I was getting there, and then you okay. came well, at me like, "Hey!" And I was like, "I'm trying to give you your props for holding the fort down in oh, New York." No problem. No problem. <laughs> My bad. So, um, so yeah, so myself along with our workers were in. We were in Tampa. Florida St. Pete area. Um, shout outs actually Friday night. Shout outs to Mega Ran. Mega um, Ran. He did such a it was such a dope night, a dope um evening full of rap, culture, hip hop, wrestling. Um, shout out to the guy that had the tacos. Everybody loved that. Um, uh, but it was super dope um to catch up with him and just seeing him, you know, do his thing. Um Leo Rush was there, AJ Francis was there, they they did a whole cipher. Um, we got um AW fight forever free. So like, she was it was a buy. Yeah, he got, I got the game for this one. Yeah, yeah, I got it too. <laughs> you really play video games, niggas. I got it yes, for sir. my. I got it for the nigga that does play video games. I, <laughs> I don't play. I have a PlayStation Four that I bought. But to be I'm fair, about to, I'm about to buy a PlayStation Five. To be fair, so wait, what? Oh, okay, we are gonna get to you later. But to be fair, what he said from the little that he did play, he was just like, it ain't all that. So no, the game is trash. Yeah, like he said, it wasn't. Listen, listen, no, listen, like listen, 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 listen. See, we're talking about video games. I played it. Is is it trash? Like my brother saying no, because y'all be trashing the game because no. of WWE. Come I don't think that how that. No, 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 no. Come here. Let me finish talking about my friend playing the game, guys. Oh God. I'm not saying the game is bad, nothing like that, but I just felt that... Oh, are you talking about the fight for What game? up? I just feel like how that... It's a... It's in the right step. Because... No, the game's it's trash. Very, it's... Yo, it's... I'm it's not old SmackDown versus has, Raw. Right. But so, once you play 2K, it's like, yo, I can't go back to that. So it's just... it. It's cool... But like, there's no real replay value. Like, I see no type of replay oh, no, value. No, 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 no. A thousand percent. I have to agree with it. Fight yeah. Forever is one of those games that I'm not gonna play again. But like, once you play through it, there's no replay. A thousand percent agree with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I agree but, with you. But that's what for me. That's what makes it trash. Yeah, yeah. That, because that, that'll, that, because that's... there's because there's there's no replay value <laughs> whatsoever when it comes to the game. And the fact it's such an empty game. Like, imagine these niggas made us hold our nut to, for this game to come out, and this game comes out, and and, and, and the nut was fucking lackluster. Whoa, 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 whoa. Someone said I had it made by Jax. Bro. Yeah, it is made by Jax. All y'all games y'all love back in the day, Day of Reckoning, all of those was made by that company. Don't yeah. shit on that company. No, I don't, think, that. I don't think Day of Reckoning was from Jax. Yeah. Same, same thing, same thing, same thing. Trust no, me, I, I know. Think, I have the no, game. I, I, I think, I think it was, it was either they were like the studio, but the company that actually, actually like made the game wasn't Jax. I gotta double check. 
But but they're, overall they're, though, it's a like it's a great company. Don't like and after that, niggas be hyped. Listen, I was about two K. I'm gonna say what it is. Y'all niggas be on two K. Think like that shit is hot. This shit does the same exact thing. Brings back features and says brand new. That shit be trash. I've been telling y'all stop hyping up that shit up because two K. Two K. Yo, nah, two K is hard, shit. bro. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yo, no, the last, the last two. Nah, nah, don't do that. The, no, the last two. Two K was hard, last, bro. The last two were really good. It showcased more all of that. It'd it be the same with, with the NBA shit. It don't change nothing. It give you the same fucking mode with a different with a different uh uh, uh fucking superstar. It, it's the same shit. That's Wait, what two K does. Question. THQ was the publisher. They published their reckoning. They published WWE. I look, Bro, I look, I look they could publish that. Like yeah. stop. But that was like, Michael Bostick's review of right. AEW. Yo, it, it's oh, if you want to play it, try it. But I mean, I it, it is what it is. I, I like 2K better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in all in all, Friday night was a dope night. Oh, we also went to GCW. Shout out to main event. We saw them going against Jacob and Zilla Fox too. So that was really interesting to see. Um, live and in color, seeing Zilla Umaga's son wrestle for the first time. So those are interesting, um, interesting matches. It's insight to see. So shout outs to main event. So super proud of them. Um, and then Saturday, shout outs no. to Mania Club, um, where we were a part of their tailgate. Um, our their their tailgate before the Royal Rumble. It was it was just it was just chill. Like it wasn't even crazy for the most part. I felt like. Everybody was just drinking and chilling and just like recovering from the night before because everybody the night before was low key trash. <laughs> so everybody came in like, "Hey, good, what's up?" Um, but it was not. It was a chill. It, it's super good to always just be in good company and mm-hmm. and meeting new people. So like Sir Wilkins mentioned, I mentioned I, I met his friend Adam that lives out in Pennsylvania and he does he does a, he does podcasting and stuff. So he was really cool to meet. Um. Your boy Muscle, Muscle Malcolm was out there. Um, Suplex, the kid that be on YouTube and stuff. I I I, I dig Who's what he Suplex? does. I'll I'll send you a thing of his. But with he, the hat, I don't know if he doesn't think he wears a hat. I'll say it to you real quick. But um, he does he does a lot of like content um about wrestling. He knew us. He knew us. Yeah, like I had a whole conversation with him, and I because I really wanted to give him his flowers because I was just like, "Yo, like you low key inspired me." Like because he's he reminds me a lot of like in the beginning when we oh, well, still now suplex. oh yes. suplex. Yeah, 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 yeah. the black kid yes he live in Delaware. What did that mean? <laughs> no, I really thought I thought he was like an Ohio nigga. So when he told me he lived, but he's from Philly. But he live in Delaware. So I was like, oh, snap. Okay, cool. But um, no, it was a great time. Um, Sir Wilkins. my taste of comedy. That's all. Oh, okay. That's fair. Yeah. Because I do. I get tickled by him. So that's why I was glad to, like, meet him and be like, hey, like, yo, I like what you do. And he was saying the same. Like, he was just, like, giving us props and telling us, like, yo, I love what y'all do and stuff like that. So it's just, it's dope to always be around content creators we all understand certain things that really no one else will understand. So it's it's always dope to just vibe and and chit chat a little. So Wilkins, your first Royal Rumble experience. What? How did you? How how was it? For it, it was um. It, it was it was good. It was it was it was fun. Um. I Royal Rumble Royal Rumble is everybody's one of everybody's favorite favorite pay per view. So it was fun. To, it was fun to be there live. Uh, we we, we both sat. 
floor seats and in the press box, so that was fun. And I experienced it in both in, in many ways. And, and the women's Royal Rumble took the show. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I couldn't even felt like there was nothing else. Like they could have just had that and I would have been fine. I'd yeah, have been so okay. The biggest thing I took from the Royal Rumble was that wrestling is truly for the niggas. Strictly for the niggas. Like we're in a different era. As this is the first day of Black History Month, as we put this out, wrestling is for the niggas. I think we need to salute that wrestling has gone black. I don't know. I don't. Man, it's always salute. been black. Stop it. No, but no, it, ha- no, it but, has not. But no, to his point, whoa, when we whoa, were. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, 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 no. You see, you see, you see, you see, you see. Real talk. All black people used to watch wrestling back in the day. Hard. We used to get all the video games. We used to fight each other. All of that. Niggas in the hood still love wrestling. Learn I'm not talking hard. about this. I'm not talking. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Niggas in the hood. Indies. We've been had a presence. It's just now. It's just fucking mainstream now. But other than that, Impact. I mean, TNA was on the vibe. Other companies. Ring of Honor. New Japan was been on the vibe. So you said first of all, oh, first of all, oh, first of all, let's talk about New Japan. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, wait, 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 wait. First of all, first of all, <laughs> this has only happened the past twenty years. And then the thing about it, New Japan has only had one heavyweight champion that was black, and that was I years said my ago. bad. Okay, I'm glad we I'm glad we pushed back on that one because I was like, oh, whoa, 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 that New Japan shit. TNA, yes, TNA has had a lot of black, a lot of black wrestlers, but not that many were black champions. Like the, but that that was the actual TNA champion, not that many. The fact of the matter is, this past, especially the past ten years, what we've seen in in wrestling. In wrestling, where where rest, where black wrestlers are not just showcasing the, the the same old gimmicks all the time, is why I'm saying that. When the mere fact that a black a black woman can main event WrestleMania multiple times, Ooh. the mere fact that our niece can now watch wrestling and see black women being showcased in the proper light. That's why I'm saying that. Because at the end of the day, we've had black wrestlers all throughout history in wrestling. But the ones to make it to the mountaintop have been far in between. Yeah. Or just, or just, no, or just having those wait. moments. Or just having those, those, exactly. those, like, those, those like, ha- like, let me tell you, like, when, first of all, Bianca and Jay face to face, I felt like time stopped. Like, I kid you, like, I was just like, what the fuck is happening here? Like, this is not something I dreamed about and thought of. And and just the how they've been showcased even over the last just few years and just in certain, as he mentioned, like, being there when Bianca and Sasha Banks main event at WrestleMania for the first time. And, and those, like, those moments we haven't really been able to have in a consistent basis. And now I think it's a, it's a good time where we see a lot, of, we see a lot more of those moments than we ever have before. And I think but, that's, that's an important piece to highlight. Not like, it's been, you know, not to say, like, 
niggas haven't had opportunities, but just to be able to be showcased in in a manner where you can have Matt's Matt's daughter saw a picture of this one and Nia Jackson was like, Can Uncle Wilt get me to no Jade? So a picture of him and Jade and was like, Can Uncle Wilt get me to Jade? That that come on. You see, I agree with that. I'm not against that, but how he presented the, 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 the how he presented his case, it was on some like now black people in general is into wrestling. That's I, I never said that. I, I, I because well, when I that's how it, he received on. it. That's how he no, received but, it. But, but that about, hold on, hold on, hold on, because because you took it that way and said that. What what the thing is, I'm and I've always said wrestling's for the niggas when dope shit happens to black wrestlers. That's the whole phrase of it. It's we are we are you just this, now define the phrase now right in front of everybody. But back in the that's day, always like, been that way. Oh my gosh! Go ahead, talk. Go ahead, talk. No, Go because ahead, that's always how Go it's been. Talk. You Go just ahead, never understood it. Everybody else understood it. Okay. Because everybody understood has been for the niggas. Wrestling's for the niggas. Okay. It's not for the fans. Because we've okay. always watched wrestling. We've watched wrestling for for years. I said okay. All right. <laughs> so, so 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 Royal Rumble was dope. It was good seeing. It was good seeing that. I, I think the men's match was was very mid. Really, um, I think I, honestly, all three of them other matches was mid for me. To be honest, I mean, no, I, the men's Royal Rumble match. No, I meant all oh, three oh, of them other oh, matches was mid for me oh. because you already went in knowing Roman was going to win. You just didn't know who was going to take the pin. I was I was actually surprised they kept the belt on Logan. I, well, I'm not mad about that. I was just surprised. But just the, how, like, story-wise, I can appreciate how it the story was told. So I wasn't mad about that. And in the men's world, Rumble, when we got to it, you already knew Cody was going to win. So it was just like, we just ready for the ending to be the ending now. But I, I thought it was felt, I thought it I was kinda, dope that, hold on, I thought it was dope that they started off with Jimmy and Jay at one and two. Okay. I think that was dope. I think Naomi at two was definitely, even though I feel like it was, like, known, but it was one of those things, like, we still didn't know. So, Naomi, like, that pop, like, everybody, like, the whole building shook. Like, it, I can't even explain, like, how that was. Like, that was such a dope moment for her. Um, Bailey winning was the right person, in all honesty. Um, This year, I feel like it was the first year, like, everybody, like, that we spoke to, whether we was in Tampa or online, that was kind of like everybody's kind of like general consensus was like Bailey was gonna win. So now it's just gonna be interesting to see how her road to WrestleMania sorts out as she picks her her opponent this week on SmackDown. Um, what are your thoughts, Mister Black, on the Royal Rumble? Viewing it in, in t- on TV because like I always tell people, how things are in person and how things translate on TV are very two different experiences. Honestly. Uh, it was cool. It was cool. Uh, I felt that how that it was it was a great show. I felt that Logan Paul, his run as champion, is kind of like stale. He ain't do nothing with it outside of wrestling. Like I just feel like he does a lot of like. I guess for me, Logan Paul is just not my audience no more. I feel like that he's more of the frat boy, red pill stuff like that. But I still don't feel like he's even like a real champion outside of it. He ain't no Ric Flair. What I mean by that, showing off the title, going around with it, stuff like that. He takes a couple of pictures, and that's it. So, honestly, it's cool to see a celebrity like that have it. The novelty wear it off. 
So I'm over it. I'm, I'm just completely over it. I love him for. I know that at WrestleMania you're gonna lose it. I'm just ready for that reign to be over. Put it back on somebody that who's actually gonna, you know, bring that prestige of the title everywhere. You feel me? How that uh the the classic vignettes and stuff like that. You could do the title. I'm ready for to bring that era back into the U.S. Championship. How Gunther is holding that uh, IC champion. Um, the Men's Royal Rumble. To be honest with you. I feel that you're right. It was trash. No, it, it was okay. it was okay. You know I mean? It was like I mean, you saw was... the return of Andrade. Yeah. Which, yo, when Michael Cole said three and a half years, I said, "Wait, this man spent three and a half years in a company that ain't do shit for him." What? Ooh. What was we doing, baby? Whoa, whoa, whoa! He whoa, got whoa, a whoa, check. Whoa. No. Backtrack, 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 backtrack. Y'all be acting like that, Andrade's. Like, like, y'all be acting like Andrade wasn't injured. Like, honestly, it's not even about injury, but it just think about it. He was in a company for three and a half years. What is one moment that you can tell me that was like top? No, he was there for three years. Yes, he was. Three and a half years. Hold on. Dang. You sure he wasn't there for three years? I felt that Michael Cole said it. Michael Cole said it. Three and a half years. Can I finish my statement before y'all bum rush me for what I have to say? You sure it was three and a half years? You sure he didn't do the, any extra stuff? Going to CMLW, AAA for a year and stuff like that. I'm asking. I'm telling you that it was three and a half years that he was in AEW. Because if you remember correctly, he jumped right away. He Did he do CML and, and AAA? Yes, he did. He did those as well. But, but he's been gone for three and a half years. And it's like, and, and the only thing I can say, it was he collected a check. Okay, it was three years. All right. Dang. Yeah, it was, he, 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 he collected a check. And that's basically what he was doing. And I think his fight with Sammy was like the point he was just like over the shit. And, it, 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 and, and, and to be honest with you, the nigga ain't going to do it in the WWE either. <laughs> so I was right. So reason why that is, reason why I didn't feel like we're feeling three years, he got suspended, he got injured, like he disappeared for a while, he was off of television. So basically is, he barely, he did a, um, he did a freaking quiet, no, he didn't do quiet, he basically did been like a, he, he did a Ben Simmons. And yeah, but, but because he, he ain't okay, do shit. That's they, why, that's why. Okay. They didn't fuck with, they didn't fuck with him. They didn't fuck with him. He had an attitude. He, he, him, and, him and Tony didn't get along. They thought he, he was going to be a major thing. They didn't know what to do with him. But when you look at that, the Men's Royal Rumble, it, 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 so random story. I'm at work, and one of the group fitness persons comes up to me. He's like, yo, hey, you watch wrestling? I was like, why is this nigga asking me this shit? And then he, he's like, I heard you got a podcast. I said, what? What are you talking about? He's like, yo, I heard that's why you went away this weekend. I was like, nigga, who was telling my business? <laughs> Stop talking. Why do you? Why do you? My boss told him because he, so, so supposedly he was, my boss had asked him like, hey, what are you doing this weekend? He was like, yo, it's a, it's a big PLE this weekend. <laughs> and you know, me and my son are going to watch this big PLE. And then his boss, my boss like, PLE? He was like, premium live events. The Royal Rumble. They're like, oh, that's the thing that Wilkins went to. 
And he's like, <laughs> and then so then he was so then he comes up to me. He's like, Yo, you watch it? I've been waiting to find somebody here that that, that watches wrestling too. Can we talk? <laughs> and you know, I like you know, like talking to niggas. I was trying to walk away. He's like, oh, Where you going? He said, bring that ass back. No, my favorite is when I have walked into work. So first of all, we got one new subscriber off of my flight. So I don't, so hashtag, we, we make it business moves. The guy that was sitting next to me, I, I, I made him subscribe to the podcast. Like, but um, it's so funny. So when I landed and, and I went straight to work on Sunday, yo, the whole store was like, how was it? How was the world rumble? Mind you, all these Spanish niggas don't even watch wrestling. They just know I go and I watch. So it just be funny. Some of them do. Like, I'll talk to some of them and they'll come in my office and be like, yo, let's talk. And I'm just like, all right, all right, let's talk. But it's just always funny when people find out, like, about the podcast. Like, even when I went to CVS the other day, the guy that I told you had asked me, like, oh, do y'all have a podcast? He saw me and he was like, yo, what did you think about the world rumble? I was like, I was there. I thought it was cool. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like, but the way he came up to me was like he was he been waiting all week, and and, 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 and he, I I don't like niggas first of all. So, so he was just like, yeah. So and he's like talking to him about it, and then, then he's like, all right, man, I gotta go teach the class, but now I have somebody to talk to now. Now he made a buddy. <laughs> I, I was like, but he's he, he a nice guy, and I think the 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 beautiful thing about that conversation was that him and his son are hardcore fans, and his son is like. 12 like 11 12 years old with, with like legit opinions about about things but it was interesting because after when, when i when he came up to me it's like after the podcast i was like this bullshit right now and then they're gonna be like oh you got some weird shit i'm like right. but he subscribed and everything to the page See, and we like, get listen everybody that's on the live if you have not subscribed to our youtube page this is the cheapest plug but subscribe to our youtube page help us get these numbers up like it's it's just so funny though that we both got new subscribers this week. <laughs> yeah, because he was he he because he, he, he really was, like he was sitting he was sitting down by the elevator and he just pulled up on me like yo, heard you got a podcast. I said nigga what? And, and he's like the most far from intimidating white guy. Looks like a dad. <laughs> super nice. He said I heard you got one. Hmm? What up? I was like yo yo bro. Yo, bro, what do, you, what do you want to talk about? But yeah, so um, so I, like I said, I enjoyed it. But what do you guys think about what's going to happen with Punk's injury? So those that have been that watched the Royal Rumble saw that CM Punk and Cody Rhodes was the last two in the Royal Rumble. But somewhere in the middle of that match, CM Punk tore his tricep completely. Tore that bad boy off. So he opened up Monday Night Raw to officially let everyone know he will not be at this year's WrestleMania. And he will probably be on the sideline for another four to six months. So we talked about it in pre-production. And Mr. Black had asked this question. Of, Do you think it's karma about what's happened to CM Punk? And I told him, I said, I think it's just the way that it's supposed to happen. I don't think it's bad karma. I don't think it's good karma. I just think that this is this is the road he has to take to come back. Because there was just no way that he was going to win this year's Royal Rumble. And that, that was going to be that. But I think now it puts a very interesting interesting spin on how, the, how six months from how the next half of the year is going to look. Because you got money in the bank. 
Then you got the last two big PLEs, and then we're right back at the Royal Rumble again. So I just think it, that's what's supposed to happen. I, it's a freak accident. I think, you know, shit happened. No, no, Drew did it on purpose. Drew, Drew ain't do shit. Drew, Drew ain't made do it happen. Shit. This nigga Look. Drew is trolling all over online. And I know my brother about to say something, but honestly speaking, I would keep him off TV until, until Survivor Series. So Survivor Series, make him the the um the mystery the, the mystery um partner. Oh, in War Games. Yeah, and then it comes full circle. Well, I'm with MDB nine nine nine. I actually think Punk is probably, if not the best person to win Money in the Bank, low key, because then he, he can because he can then control his destiny. And so he, he get is again, but he still so got he Money in the Bank. So Are you trying to kill this man? Yo, listen. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. This man took off wrestling for a hundred years. Did nothing. Did a couple of side quests, all of that. Did UFC, got beat up, went to AEW. He had mad breaks off. Nigga did a simple move, hits his toe break. You feel me? His arm break. You know, his air break. Everything's breaking on him. He goes to WWE, does a royal rumble, he gets injured. Listen. Listen. He gets the briefcase. What if he climbs up? Oh, my gosh. My knee. I got to do it down. Bad job. I guarantee this. I guarantee this. If something happened to him again in WWE, Mark Wildwood, you will go back to this episode. Black was right. It is, it is his karma. But you know karma. what? He, You may be right because you mentioned something. You said he went to UFC, right? Got his ass handed to him twice no injuries where ufc is a legit it's real wrestling is predetermined so two things can be right first of all wrestling does take a toll on your body that's number Absolutely. one Absolutely. and number two this nigga's cursed <laughs> this nigga is karma because the way he treated people <laughs> is coming back to him and i'm with my brother on this one because this nigga, he took a DDT and he teared his tricep. How? How, Sway? How? <laughs> this makes no sense. The other time, he literally jumped and broke his foot. Broke his whole foot. Listen, but I mean, to be fair, you can, you can take one, one right step and your whole no, toe no, no, fucked no, no, up. No, 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 no. Nah, nah, nah. Whatever diet he has, whatever diet he has, what is he doing, man? Yo. CM Punk, yo, go to the shaman, you know, go to church, go to the um, the, the, get, the some temple, get some sage, get some sage, do all of that. Whatever vitamins, whatever protein shit you take, throw that shit out, my nigga. All right? <laughs> don't worry. Get some sleepers, black seed oil, ashwagandha, you know, maca roots. You feel me? Stay away from like, you know, like um, you from Chicago, so you probably like all that nasty deep cheese pizza. Nah, stay away from that shit, my nigga. <laughs> Go vegetarian, you know, drink ginger tea, everything like that. That's Listen. not going to work. That's not going to work. He needs to make it right with Colt Cabana. Colt Cabana's mom oh, is okay. inside the crib I, I, right I, I'm now. actually, you know what, with a doll. You know what? Yes. She got a she got a dollar CM Punk. He, he definitely he gonna have that. He listen. This has been son. the year of the double back. He's definitely got the double back on Colt and make son. that right. Son, it's Colt right. Cabana's mom, son. Colt Cabana right. was like, you talking about my right. son? You talking yes. about we share a bank account? 
I bet, my nigga. No, no, no. Don't forget. Don't forget. Punk, you supposed to pay for my son. It was your fault. You feel me? And now you could have paid for his expenses. Pay what you owe. Made him, made him pay his own lawyer fees and shit when he was the one that wanted to go to court. <laughs> Hey, that's Yo, shit. This is the Cole Cabana curse. Some whole shit. That's some I whole shit. For you, but... son. Yo, you're right. It's Cole Cabana mother. Damn, Cole. Cole. Listen, it's Cole. Cole, Cabana, Cole if you listening, listen, it's time. Philip, it's time for you and Colt to make things right before you come back, okay? Because that that is, yeah, that's real. But yeah, I'm telling you, that that, that nigga, it, it's him, son. It's him, it's him and his mom, dog. They said, word, you fucking with me? I got you. Christian oh, Bailey. Wait, 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 wait. Don't forget. Don't forget. Everything could have been dead. Yo, Coca Bettas working AEW, chilling on TV every week. CM Punk comes. You and Ring on now, son? Where is Coca Bettas, by the way? Nowhere to be found. In Ring At of home? Honor. In Chicago? He's in Ring of Honor. So, what is so mom? Doesn't matter. That's a sweet lady, all right? But real talk, <laughs> really think about it. Think about it. I think that's. I think think about it. Once they, we find out that Coco Band went to Ring of Honor because of CM Punk, he has been the same since my nigga. Think about it. No, well, ever Cole, since Cole, no, was, ever Cole, since, Cole ain't been the same since that court case. To be honest, ain't got no, nothing no, to do no. with AEW. Ever since that press conference, that man's body has been brittle. I'm telling you, God don't like ugly, and neither does Coco Band's mom. Wow, Miss Miss Banner, we hope you, yeah. we hope you listen. Yo, yo, y'all act like y'all act like every religion don't be having some type of curse they be putting on. Them. Don't okay, be right. Commander Jewish. Don't be don't, don't be they, don't be doing nothing. Don't mean a damn Sean, thing. Sean Van Dad. Yeah. Like, listen, I'm gonna Sean. Listen, he probably ate like um one of those like um what are like Jewish cakes. And, Ooh, so good. Got him. Mm-hmm. Got him. Mm-hmm. Got him. Mm-hmm. And you it know he like sense. you know he like his pastries. Yeah, I, 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 I don't care if he's Dookie Water. Doesn't go. It was the mere fact this all happened, and then, the fact that he spelled out Dookie is really what got me just now. Like what? Listen, listen. Jewish cakes. Yes, I don't know what Jewish people have. They have cakes. So Jewish. Have, so there are there's bakas, there's rugelas, they okay. have noodle kugels. Okay, um, so let me ask you a question. Then that's your question. I have a whole bunch what of is shit. the most popular Jewish dish that everyone loves? A cake that everyone loves. Matzah. Probably. Oh, they do like matzah balls. Matzah, matzah balls balls. is a big thing. Boo, boo, boo. So let me make a connection, right? Yo, random, random, random thing before you continue. I love Jewish women. I don't know why, but continue. I don't know. I don't know. I never had Jewish women. No, 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 no. I had a black Jew before. She was a weirdo, though. <laughs> what? What made her weird? Now, 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 I gotta know. <laughs> All right. So, so <laughs> she was just mad. Like, well, then again, I was young. I was, I was, I was young. I was in my school house, so like, I wasn't like, I didn't know how to deal with a woman like that. She's very don't, demanding. Don't, stuff don't like try that. to clean. So her being demanding was weird. Oh, another thing too is just like she just smelled funny too. When oh, you- so she ain't wash her ass. That's what you're trying to tell me. Like, nah, I be, I be, I be, I be liking them because they be having hips. <laughs> Why Yo, so quiet? says that I can't even spell none of that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm just saying, like, 
I've always had a every time there's always been a white woman that I like, she's always been Jewish. So wait. She was Jewish? Who? No, no, no. That was the exception to the rule. Thank you. Okay. Because yeah. I was just like, huh? Yeah, yeah. Because they be yeah, having, because be they low-key built like black women, because they be having hips. <laughs> and, and then they be having the curly hair. They don't all have the curly hair. <laughs> and, oh, and, and, then, and then they just be Jewish. And then and then they be understanding the black struggle, because, you know, Jews be, t- be getting that, that anti-Semitism shit. You know what I whoa, mean? Whoa, 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 whoa. Which Jewish people? Because I kind of, there's two types. Because the one in New York be having tunnels? I don't that, yo, I was definitely about to say that. I was about to say, had that been some no. niggas that had a tunnel, it would have been it would have been a very different story. Oh, 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 Elaine? Elaine from Seinfeld? Daddy, my niggas. Daddy, <laughs> was that, Daddy <laughs> son. She Elaine from Seinfeld? Yeah. She could have danced, though. She couldn't dance. Like, like literally, I, you know what it was? I, I'll explain to you why where my crush for Jewish women came from. Hmm. I'll break down the story. Okay. So, I'm eight years old. And then my teacher, she was Jewish. And she, and she, and she, and she would teach me about the Jewish culture. We used to play dreidel. We used to mess with, we would get our chocolate coins and, and, and do that. Yeah. And I learned yeah, about I'm the Jewish elite culture. Elite yeah, chocolate, too, yeah. I will say. Yeah, elite chocolate coins. And then one day she showed me a picture of her daughter. And I was like, I'm in love. <laughs> That's when the taste of the white woman <laughs> intrigued me. But, but, but it was flavored white women, which is the, the Jewish white women. <sighs> <laughs> All right, so Philip Brooks is injured, and it will not be at WrestleMania because, because he got fucking injured in the Royal Rumble. Who does that? So, <laughs> so they he probably look like a lane too. Fine, ass a lane. Okay, I'll stop. Thank you, thank you. I'm like. This nigga said, "Try to get, try to get your Drano played." <laughs> but y'all know the song, right? First of all, that song is about Drano. Drano made it out of clay, clay, and when it's right, ready. Drano, I can, I can play. Yo, that was first of all the fact that the New York City public school education system thought they could. They taught us all religions. Every celebration, yeah. Don't don't fuck with us. We know. Not the Muslim though. Not the Muslim. No, no, I knew about Muslim because I had a Muslim girl in my class, right? The closest, so, not the closest thing, but like when I was in middle so school, story time. So story all we time, knew was Kwanzaa. Time. That was it. So, so story time. Yeah, I had a Jewish I girl in my school, right? And um, she would wear the full getup, and then when, you mean Muslim you your, girl? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. My apologies. My apologies. No, no disrespect to, to, to these cultures. It was a Muslim girl in my school, so she wore the um, the the the, the hijab. On her head, on her head, mm-hmm. and then when she got her um her period, she actually had the whole thing covered. But my man's, my man's in Edison. When I went to Edison. My I went to Edison, right? A high school, mad Muslims in the guys. school. So I had this homeboy who was dating a Muslim chick who had the hijab on, right? And I asked him one day, I was like, "She look good at, without it on?" He's like, "Yo." Beautiful, my nigga. I understand what she's covering up because the world can't see this. She's too pretty for the world, B. I said, Ooh. Ooh. Who told you this? I said, first, 
I said, first of all, why are you dating her? I said, how, how'd you pull off the date? He's like, I'm Muslim too. That's why, that's why, that's, that's my end. I ain't never leaving her. They married now. Oh, they are? Oh my God, that was yeah, a yeah. really great story. Yeah. Wait, but, oh, but he shit. told me she was a baddie. She got all covered up, but she a baddie. I was like, wait, what? is she still like covered up now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the religion. I, I, I love religions because outside of like, you know, the messed up parts of it, like, the inner workings of, of every religion has like this pureness about it. When you get to the politics, it's all messed up. But yeah. Wow. Well, David Lawson said he was the only Muslim family in the hood in North Carolina. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Well, Damn. well, like, that's not a surprise because, like, North Carolina is, is Christian country. Yeah, that Christian. is true. That is, it's, it's Christian it's and Baptist. Yeah. Do you do, um, David, do you do, um, Ramadan? Ramadan every year? Answer when you can. So, I still love Drew right now. I'm loving what Drew is doing. I don't know what this leads to, but the jokes must go off. I was going to say, what do you think it does lead to? Does it lead to him um, winning Elimination Chamber? Does it lead him? Like, what what path is this going to take him? I mean, because Punk definitely got in, when he got in that nigga face, he was just like, but when I am, when I am coming back, I'm coming back for you. I was like, yup. But between now and then, what is Drew's um, I think Drew opinion. wins the title. I think Drew wins the title. Which one? I think, no, the, the world championship. I think he takes yeah. it off of Seth. He um, needs to. I, I love the exchange between Seth and Cody. Yeah. Glue to it the was, TV. Yeah, like, I don't, like, it's crazy because when he was in AEW, his his promos, I'm talking about Cody, were hit and miss. Or was it me? No, I, I agree. I think they I were, I, but I think a big part of that is the was the audience he was saying the, the promo too. That mm-hmm. plays a part in when you do live promos like that is if you do it in a place where like had Cody did that exact same, how they did that exact same promo, promo in the middle of, of middle America where they don't, you know, don't really see Raw like that or whatever the case might be. It might have not hit. Like, you got to think this was the crowd. This was the hot, hot crowd out of the Royal Rumble weekend. So you going to get people, you, you, you going to get everybody ears to the, ears to the TV. But I think once again, I think it also, it depends on the audience. And I think that was what Cody's problem was. He didn't, he really didn't know his audience. Like it, it, it would be a, a seesaw every week. He wouldn't know what he was getting. So certain promos would hit, and certain promos would be like, "Well, why the fuck did you say that?" Like, <laughs> well, I also think he did a lot of promos by himself. Yeah, yeah. So he he would come out and just talk, and I think yeah. just in general, people just got tired of it. Like he never had anybody to bounce off of. Like the for instance, him 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 in that punk promo was classic. Yeah. Because they touched on so many things and didn't mean and didn't seem like this. They were trying to get like they were they were ribbing each other or they were trying to like OD on each other. It was legit. Like yo, I'm the real son of a I'm the real son of a plumber. I'm living your dad your dad's story. Like you're not that. And even like the way he reacted when Seth was just like, yo, my nigga, come come get this. And he was just like, I'll think about it. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Borderline made no sense, but I liked it. Yo, but well, like, I, I was like, oh my God. For Seth, for Seth, it makes no sense. 
because yeah. honestly, because the way that he approached it, he came out like he was very desperate for our opponent. You feel me? Now, no, no, great promo, great everything. I feel the better approach that would touch on more things if he feels that, yo, give me a chance. Come at me to prove you that I'm better than you. You feel me? Because at this point, Cody swept him. You feel me? Yeah. He, LeBron James him. He, 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 Cleveland, LeBron James. So what I mean by that is, remember that every year that they went against the Wizards every year and spanked them? Yes. That's how I you feel me? Because at the end of the day, it's embarrassing. How nigga with one arm beat your ass, dude? He needs his oh, he needs his get back. He 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 needs his get back. But I also want this nigga off off of TV. Go get some rest, my nigga. Seth needs to sit the fuck down. Yeah, honestly, honestly, that's why I said Punk being injured, Loki is it can be a blessing in disguise because so is Seth. And they don't have to go as crazy or as hard. Yeah, the match they, they don't have to. But I want Drew to take the title off of him, have a, be, yeah. him be a heel champion. Let's work that. Bring, I think, all right, we take the title, we take the title off Seth. Seth goes and rests his fucking knee. And then Drew is, Drew is, a, is a heel, borderline anti-heel, anti-hero champion. We bring somebody else up in the ranking. You know what I mean? Another I star feel- that could potentially take that can start getting that can start bubbling. I feel like they should give it to Bobby Lashley. He's on that other show though. He's not on the same brand as them. Oh, yeah. Right, 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 right. But I think oh, and, they, and then I'm um, David Lawson said it. How about Priest cashes in on him? Yeah. Yo, that'd be wild. So that Drew oh man, so Drew can keep crying about how he got cashed in on. Uh-huh. Or, or, or or we have a match between Seth and Drew, they're both laid out. Then um, Priest pulls what Seth pulled at WrestleMania. That could happen because that was that was some time ago. Oh, and then we can have, I think, at, at MDB 99 said something, said something dope. Nakamura is, 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 can stop bubbling. There's so many people. I mean, once they, because they've been planting the seeds on Jay beating Gunther for the IC title. They've been planning those seeds. So really, once that belt comes Wait, off of Gunther... So what about my nigga Chad Gable? Yo. I think he goes for the IC title. No, 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 no. no. Because, like, Janelle, Janelle said Jay and Gunther. That's why I said, why haven't you Chad Gable and Gunther? They haven't, they haven't bought that. They haven't pulled that back in some time. I'm, I'm upset about it, too. Don't, don't think I'm not. I am. Because like, oh, oh, oh yes, oh yeah. Wait, did did you guys saw the the six man tag for the um the AEW collision? No, baby. Still cage match? No. Yo, that I mean. Well, what well, FTR and um and um little nigga dancing nigga? He was um um yeah. against the they House did. of Black and the House yeah. of Black lost. Yeah, that is okay. Good. I did hear. No, about it, it, was, it, it was good. It was good. You said like, collision. That was a, wait. Was that the same night as the Royal Rumble? Listen, for yeah. me, for me, okay. for me, for me. No shade. I was just asking. For me, I watch it on Sunday because that's my Sunday because <laughs> pay per views. And you feel like pay per views not on Sunday anymore. So it's like to watch in the morning. Nigga, I'm not watching that shit after I watch. I I, I definitely understand you on that. I'm not watching both back to back. No, 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 that's no, too no. much. 
Yeah, Sunday I watch it fresh. Like I have to say, whoever missed it, that six man in the cage match was fire. From the beginning to the end. Everybody that who has issue with their booking that lately, that match has been booked. It was a great match. Check it out. It's it's a very well told story. That's probably one of the match matches of the year. But back to the one um back to Drew. <coughs> I overall this is like my brother said earlier, we're in the era where there's so many different stars and moving pieces. Because you could say that, yo, Sami Zayn can become a world champion. Bobby Lashley, Sinsuke, you know, you get up and come like Braun Breaker. Oh, don't forget about the IC title. So many different times have so much prestige that if LA Knight becomes you a champion, you won't get mad because you know what? It just as important as the world champion, as a WWE champion. So I have to say that how that even though we have the discussion, we don't we, we debate about it. The fact that so much people even debate about this, who could be the world champion, is lovely. It's a breath um, of fresh air, I will say. It is wanna, one of those times where you're like, you don't, you, it's we're in unknown territory, and that's what I love and miss about wrestling is the unknown. I want to give um somebody, a black person behind the scenes, some flowers. Will Washington. I don't know if you guys, I mentioned about him being hired by AEW. Yes. So I was listening to, um, Keeping 100 radio, and then Conan was talking about how he spoke to Will Washington, and he was basically, basically like, "Why are you here?" And Will's job is to add more diversity and put and help put over black talent. And his first job was Swerve, and he's done his job when it comes to that. I'm very confused though why the him and the Hangman thing is still a thing. It, I don't. It, I, I, I it, think it, it really actually that checks me out of that. Like I'm just like, why are we yeah, doing this I again? Think that's I what? think that's my issue. But I want to give him this flowers for that because we've seen a blow up of Swerve and they put him in position to be over over. Now him being a, ch- a champion, I don't know if that's going to happen anytime soon. But I just want to give Will Washington his flowers when it comes to who mentioned. Oh, um, I'm bringing up. Hold on, this guy right here. Hold on, this guy right here. <laughs> I just wanted to. I just want to get. I just wanted to bring that up real quick because that was um, before we go. Because I know I know we're almost out of time, but I just wanted to bring that up about yeah him yeah. Okay. So it. Um, I don't know why Swerve's Swerve's character is an emo rapper. Yes, that's what it is. Yes, that's um, it. Black has a point. Love like Matt Mudcard. Um, Samoa Joe is the first AEW champion who's not white. That is true. Tyler Rose. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think he, yeah, men's champion. When it comes to men's champion, uh, then you can count um, Scorpio Sky. What was he? Tag. Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, but wait, he said wait, he did. Backtrack, 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 backtrack. The black people AW, right? Scorpion Scott's injured again? No. I think this doesn't work. He collects checks. So do you think that and do you think and I'm not sure I shit on him. This actual question. Do you think that he doesn't look at him as a great talent? This is why he hasn't been pushing him? Oh, maybe he doesn't want to be that guy. 
Maybe that's what it is. Hmm. On that sad note, shit, this is that sad. <laughs> because because but, honestly, I like him. Because like because personally, all the black guys like Scorpio Scott, I like him. Um, my dude, um, my dude, um, what's my dude's name? Um, he's with he's with beef with the. He was the first ever. He held a double ch- championship for a while. Jay Lethal. You feel me? Like, do you think that like they need to want to be the guy? Nope. Like, it's just because like I'm not shitting on them, but all right. So I go to myself. Hey, come to, what up, y'all? It's your boy, Mister Black. So, like I said before, does he want to be the guy? Because often Jay, he's, Jay, like I feel like he's he's a great second man. You feel me? Let's try shit on nothing like that. Because when he was with Jonathan Gresham, I felt that Jonathan Gresham made him elevate his game to the next level. And I feel he's a great secondary guy. I never feel like his presence as a 1A. Sometimes I feel like kind of that he's a, a a B type of level player. You know, the way he carries himself, his skills are such phenomenal. So that's how I Okay. Like, don't you want to be the guy? Do, do like, my question is this. Do some of the black people in AEW, I'm just asking, they don't want to be the guy because they feel complacent? I think they're not giving chances. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't think it's that. I definitely think it's when ideas and stuff are brought to the table, it's, it's brought on deaf ears. Or it's brought on the whole, like, we'll see. Oh, someone Type of situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Laurent340 asks, um, did Jordan Grace get a good reaction? Absolutely did. She did. It, 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 it was solid. Um, it was. It was. Pe- people. People liked it, and I think she. She worked her ass off in the in the spots she had. She definitely, I think, did a lot more. If anything, a lot, a little more than when Mickey was in the Rumble that year. Like definitely. Yeah. So, so I from, definitely think it was a good. It was a good look for her. So from the television, who was there at the bar? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like even she got a that, pop. Yeah, she had a pop. Yeah, yeah, she had a real good pop. Even people that wasn't some okay. I always look at the casual fans and the people that have who's in, in it. In, in it, the casual fans may not say, "Oh, who is that?" They look, but they were so like invested because her her relationship with Naomi. This is why commentary is important. Okay, because Michael Cole, baby, gave her rundown yeah, like nobody business. Rundown and everything like that. The one thing that people don't give Michael Cole credit is he treats this like a fucking real sport. The fact that he said, y'all can play that Roman Reigns not here this side third. They take the title off of him. Bars. <laughs> he said that? Realness. Yes. Oh, so that's hard. That's hard. That's hard. That's hard. So like, he would say, if y'all ready, if y'all complaining, why don't y'all do something about it type of vibe? Yeah, he did do that. And the camera angles there, everything was just like, and I'm going to keep saying this over and over and over again. WWE getting his back. WWE doing all the little stuff. What's AW do a lot better as far as presentation-wise. And I watched Collision, presentation-wise, it got better. And, um, on Dynamite, it got better because of WWE. Once again, well, it's changing the landscape of sports. Well, it's because, like, listen, we're not in 2005. And it shouldn't be presented that way. Like, it's back to 2006, 2010. 
Like you gotta, nigga, cameras up to four K. Yeah, I don't want to be looking like it's it's nineteen ninety nine now. Like we're yeah, not like, doing that. Like, you gotta put some quality angles. You gotta do your thing. Um, like, and, and I love that that Michael Cole said that. You complain about he doesn't come. Oh, somebody mentioned Samantha Irvin. Yo, goosebumps! Like I get goosebumps nah, every single voted. time Where she announces. Oh no, no, it's Booty Girl. So apparently, so it's interesting with her this past weekend. She was the only supposed to announce the women's world. Like they were gonna be, it was her and and what's his name, Mike Rome, that does SmackDown. So apparently, he lost his voice. So that was why. That's what I heard. That was why she did the whole show. No, that's not what happened. Okay, so what happened? He came late. Oh well, then there you go. He came Wait. late, and, and, and I'll tell I'll, I'll tell you I'll tell you off camera why I know. So he he lives. And I, and I, I'm getting too. He lives in Orlando. Most of them do. Most of them live in Orlando. No, 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 no. off camera. No, but most of them do live in Orlando. Like, there's a video of Trinity getting like there's a video of her getting into a WWE car from her house. Like yeah, they, like most like, of them live out in Florida. That, that's so. why. That's why. That's why she did. She did the whole thing. But from what I, from what she did in the arena, I don't know how it sounded on TV. Oh, great! It sounded amazing. Yo, she she was just, announcing. She's top notch. Like legit. Like WWE oh, did boy. right with that yeah. hire. I don't know. I don't know where they found her. Well, she she's used to. I, Really, I remember us being on America Got Talent. I think one good time, and shit like she's like she's vocally trained. Like she's like a real legit. The real God, she, feel, she, so she's a, she's a badass. Girl. Cause like, and that's what I said. The the pieces of wrestling that people don't really that people take for granted, like commentary, is super crucial for those watching on TV to connect those dots. Her ring announcing just elevates the show ten times more. Like you feel like. When she announces, because someone mentioned Roman Reigns, when she announces, you feel that shit from your soul. Like, you feel like you're saying it just when she's saying it. Like, that's how she, that's the vibe she gives. And it's, it's super, it adds such a, a dope element to the experience of a live event. Like, it's super crucial. It brings me back to, like, yo, I legit wanted um, Howard Finkel to officiate my wedding, like, forever like when i was a kid i was like yo i gotta get howard finkel to do my wedding reception before he passed but i was just like but you see how important those those pieces in wrestling are to to the product itself so it was it was super dope side note side note side note side note she was she she tried out for um uh american idol a couple times but never got it okay side note i'm just gonna say this Atlanta, like hiring new people, getting new blood in there. I hope that AEW don't hire the old guard from WWE. Like it's cool hiring the wrestlers, I get it. Whoever fits your roster, whatever. But the old guards behind scenes, I hope Tony Khan don't do that shit. You feel me? Because I don't want to have where a like where TNA made that mistake years ago. That's one thing I hope that AEW don't find that footsteps. Hey, let me get Kevin Dunn. Let me get this person. Let me get this person. No. Hire brand new people in the industry. Get somebody off of the indies. The indies. Like, I'm tired of you hiring 
niggas back in the fifties where my nigga Shane busting his ass on the indies announcing. Get different people. Get people come up people from different industries. You feel me? But I pray that AEW don't hide the old guards. That's that's all I want to say. Okay, hey God, hey Remy, hey Ang, hey happy happy Black History Month. All right, let's end the show off with some of your favorite Black History moments. Some moments from Black wrestlers. It doesn't have to be WWE. It could be anywhere. Listen, my favorite moment will forever be when Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks took mine. Uh, okay. Main event at WrestleMania. Um. I got two. I got like I got three. The first one. <laughs> when my nigga Bobby Lashley became world champion. She made me cry. Number two. The time that we prevent the colonizer for beating my brother. Right there. You feel me? You feel me? That's number two. You feel me? Number three. One of my favorite moments when Darius Lockhart. Cut that promo on NWA. You feel me? That was my favorite moments in black history. He went to the colonizer ship and said, this is my ship. That was fire. Yep. That's it. Um, so we'll took one of mine because I was there live and in color. Um, so outside of that, um, definitely um, some of our interviews in actuality, um, are like some of my favorite moments in black, like for us, our black history. Like when we interviewed Jazz, when we interviewed God Rest His Soul, JTG, and and and, and Chad, and you know, and when we when we did um Ron, when we did um Uncle D'Lo, and you know, those moments, like those, I think are monumental just for us to to be able. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Swollen Tasha main eventing, Jabra Sam one, um, and hanging with them Friday night, they a hoot, but <laughs> yeah, um, but, but I encourage everyone continue making your own history because it is super important. Every podcaster, every fan, continue to make history because that's really what it's about. It's, you know, the the best is yet to come. I'm so, happy that majority of us get along. <laughs> I really, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that majority of us get along. Like when we get together, it is a time. Like I'm happy that, and, and the ones that how who's not. One thing I can say about being in black media of wrestling, the ones that who's not for the cause, who's not ten folks, get filtered out very quick. Alpha dude's like, all right, we can tell they're not for us. Get the fuck out of here. I know this stuff. All yeah. Right. Um. Biggie, big. What did Biggie win that on? Um. On a raw. Yeah. yeah Bobby? Remember. Money be Bobby? Yeah. Money in the bank. He cashed in. Oh, of all time, when Booker T called him, called we coming for you, nigga. That is classic. Or when we almost jumped Booker T. You didn't almost jump. Booker T almost jumped to you, my nigga. That was not a. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Run the tape. Started with a lockup. Started with a locker. Yeah, that that was us. Yo, I yo, 
I told Dan, I told them, but I told when I told Danny when you replayed it when we talked about it. I was just like, yo, I didn't realize she fucking hyped it up. So that probably was why he tensed up. Like he didn't know what the fuck was about to happen. But yeah, overall, um, man, like shout out to WrestleCade, shout out to like real talk. Oh, look looking out for the fifth annual Chisel Adonis Black History episode. Dog. <laughs> we all here for this episode. You ain't not gonna be the blackest episode ever. Cause when three of us come together like Triforce, ooh, man, we're the darkest niggas on the planet, B. Darkest niggas on the planet. Um, this weekend is NXT Vengeance Day. Um, Yo, there's more wrestling this Saturday. Yeah. Man. Um, where you'll have the finals of the Dusty Cup Tag Team Classic. So you got Baron Corbin and Braun Breaker going against um, Melo and Trick. You also got um, the Valkyria girl going against Roxanne Perez. Um, you got the D'Angelo family going against OTM. Um, I'm trying to think what other matches. That's the only ones I could think of that I felt like are happening. But it'll be on Peacock this Saturday. Um, and then um, those are in the tri-state area this Friday or well, tomorrow in real time. Friday, February the 2nd. Um, don't call the comeback. Shout-outs to Peter. Rosado and the whole team at We Are Wrestling up in the Bronx. So we'll be up there tomorrow night. Um, oh, let me show you guys the card. Oh, before we go, I want to give one random black wrestling fact. Okay. Kofi Kingston is the long has the longest reign of a black champion. Look it up. For the tags, right? No. For the W for, for the for the for the for the WWE champion. Longer wait, than the Rock. Oh, okay, yes. I thought you meant like every black wrestler. So I was saying hello. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, every 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 black wrestler in WWE. That makes sense. Wait, he that held the, he held the title longer than Bianca did? No, I'm talking about black and male wrestler. Okay, see that's what okay. Oh, Longer than Bobby, yep. But well, a lot of people don't understand, like, when you go back and watch Attitude Era, like, I know Janelle did, you realize that The Rock will win it for, like, two weeks, maybe yo, a month. Him and, him and Austin played Hot Potato I, with so many fucking I, belts, it's I, not even funny. I, <laughs> it was like, it, it would go in this rotation. It would be Austin, Rock, Triple H, Taker. Austin, Rock, Triple H, Taker. Taker again. Kane. Austin Rock, like it is, it it don't really go many places. It's a circle. It don't really go. Oh, last but not least, um, again Friday, um, they debut of Love and WWE with Bianca and Montez on Hulu. So make sure if you have Hulu, don't spoil it. So if you do have Hulu, make sure to get your free trial going because the first episode will be on tomorrow. Excited Um... about that. Check out, um, check out Soul Worker Summer's interview. Check out his Kofi Kingston interview, now available. His Nia Jax interview, now available. Ivy Nile interview, now available. And by the time you listen to this, by hit your ears, new episode of the Spedek Kids will be available. Niggas right. is working. 
Well, guys, it's been fun. We'll be back next week. Probably not at this late time, but we'll be back next week. Um, and we will be able to talk about A-dubs a little bit. This week, I was totally like, mm, I ain't got it in me. Once I saw John Moxley going against, um, was it Jeff Hardy? I was just like, what are we talking about? Oh, shout out to Shane Tanner Promotions coming back. Um, they fought the, um, the, um, on the BBC. And it was a good match. Like, overall, if you want quality wrestling, I feel like Collision is the best show to watch for as far as fire. But I've, I've definitely on? heard that. Like, okay. But you know, that's because DB got, got that on lockdown. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Collision is the best the AEW wrestling show. Dynamite, hit and miss. But if you want quality wrestling from start to forward, Collision. All and right. Kevin Kelly's yeah. on commentary. But all right, guys, this was, I love him. Um, this yeah, he did say BBC. That's how we call it because we don't know what the fuck it is. I'll be like, what what day? Um, that is a wrap of us. We thank you guys for joining us this late evening or early evening, depending on where you are in the world. Um, as always, I'm Janelle Famisha here with Star Wilkins and Mr. Black. Hashtag Black Excellence. Hashtag We Are Out. <laughs>